a star to steer her by a Star Trek podcast hosted by us. My name is Jake. God, d- 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 fuck, this is Chris. Oh no, I'm po- being possessed <laughs> by Ames. <laughs> and I'm Caitlin. Thank you for doing the thing. Yeah, you have one hey, other person who it. sings at this table. Yeah, and, and like can do musical improv. Like, you, you, we, There's no improv. You just had to say, Chris. Yeah, I just, yeah still. You, needed, you just need some jazz hands, man. They can't see the jazz hands. Yeah, but you can feel them. Anyway, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Wow. Um, so, welcome again to Starting to See Her By, your favorite Star Trek podcast, or your least favorite Star Trek podcast, or you're joining us for the very first time and you haven't yet decided. Well, and if it's their only Star Trek podcast, then it is simultaneously their favorite and least favorite. Yeah. That's true. Or it could be somewhere in the middle. Well, you've never considered that. Because that's how things... We're such a polarized society these days that you either love something or you hate it. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. Oh, like Enterprise episodes. Exactly. Mm. They're all terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Great. (laughs) Well, let's see if we can change that this week. We can't. No. Um, (laughs) In these two episodes, The Crossing and Judgment. I don't have a big sparky, sparky ball, hand. Sparky ball. <laughs> All right, anyway. Neither did that judge. Sparky ball. <laughs> okay, so anywho, in The Crossing, this is episode two, season 18, and... What is it of our show? Uh, oh, this is episode 358. 38. 338. Oh, I was, I was close on... Fucking woo. <laughs> woo. 388. Um, Push comes to shove, that's the title. It's Fucking always woo. woo. Uh, so, anywho, woo. Uh, yeah, this episode first aired on April 2nd of 2003. That's 2003, as in 21 years ago. Twenty. This episode is almost old enough to drink, ladies and gentlemen. Alcohol in the United States, they can't, of course, already drink in most every, other countries. Yeah, every civilized society in the world. Well, yeah. So there's some Middle Eastern countries that are dry. Well, but they can never drink there. Well, yeah. deserts, you see. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Christ. in this episode, speaking of deserts, in this episode we <laughs> have guest star Clancy Brown. Woo! Wait, what? We what? did. Oh, wait, that was the other cross. Oh, it was God damn it. Desert. No, this what is a hell? regular. Oh, Jake is making a joke. Thank you, Jake. Jake <laughs> joke. All right, uh, yeah, so no, this is the regular crossing. And in the regular crossing, which I don't know why it's called that, but whatever, we're driving the ship around as we like to do, and we're getting pursued as a hot pursuit by some weird whale ship, and the whale eats us. And so we're like, oh man, now we're inside the belly of this whale. This is quite biblical of us. And nobody's around. we got to figure out how to get out of this whale. So they leave the ship and they're walking around on the inside of the whale. And they're like, there's nobody here except for these floating orbs of energy. Yeah, it's probably nothing. <laughs> and then one of the orbs of energy like gets sucked into Tripp's face. And then like and Trip gets, gets all zoned out for a minute, <laughs> and then another ball of energy goes back into Trip's face, and the energy comes out, and then Trip's like, "Whoa, that was fucking weird, Captain. Cat. I was flying around the ceiling. I was jerking off everywhere. It was crazy." That's just normal. How was how was that different from every other day, Trip? And uh, and and Archer's like, "Okay, buddy. Um, <laughs> okay, crazy pants." So uh, we go back in the ship, and we're like, "Ah, we got to get the hell out of this place. If it's the last thing we ever do, yep. we got to get out More of singing. this place." All Good is a better life for me and you. That's, uh, I think that's with the animals. 
It's been a long time, Jake. Anyway, um, <laughs> so anyway, so basically, TLDR Trip gets fucking possessed by these monsters that are like fucking. Oh, we're still in Act One. Great. <laughs> yeah, Trip gets possessed by these monsters. He does a bunch of weird shit. It's kind of funny a little bit for a bit. He loves bread. He loves it's eat, so he cute. He loves eating bread. It's so cute how much it loves bread. Who weird. doesn't love bread? But then they but they seem pretty nice, and they're like, "Hey, look, could we like use your bodies a, a little bit so we could, you know, jerk off see, and eat bread? See what it's like to have a big peepee." And. Uh, <laughs> And Archer was like, well, <laughs> you might not want to take my body then. hey um, oh, Sorry, Archer. Sure. It's so, uh, yeah, so that's what they, so, the, so they're like, nah, nah. But then the aliens are like, you know, fuck you. We're going to steal your bodies anyway. So they steal Reed's body in this, like, amazing action sequence, <laughs> which looks fucking ridiculous. So they steal Reed's body, and then he tries to rape to Paul a little bit, but it's not really oh, him; it's the alien. God. Why? Uh, oh God, that scene was so gross. And the shirt she You're was wearing. You're a female. We are different in our bodies. Well, that was the woman on the elevator. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. He whatever, first he creeps on some girl right in the elevator, and then her. he's like, then he goes up to Paul. And is like, let's bang. Hey, buddy. Uh, and then to Paul, I see you barely fit in that shirt. You want to take it off? To Paul, like, calls, calls Archer. She's like, hey, Reed's in here. He's being fucking weird. Uh, not to interject, but how did they find a shirt that was too small for her? She is, like, the skinniest little mini. Well, if you notice, she was, like, the way she... She was deliberately standing like this. She was pushing her chest out. Yeah, with shoulders like, like all the way So what you're saying down. is she was standing like she wanted it. She, well, she, the director was like, let's see them titties, girl. <laughs> I think it's because that's the only way she could fit in that shirt without it ripping off of her. Maybe. Uh, anywho, basically these aliens keep taking over members of the crew. Finally, one of them's chasing Mayweather, and he hides out in the nacelle because he's in that area, I guess. Oh, it's the catwalk again. And then and then he's like, oh, the catwalk. Let's redo this episode. Um, <laughs> catwalks must have some kind of shielding. And Archer's like, huh, hey, Trip, does the catwalk have some <laughs> shielding or something? <laughs> And Trip's like, yeah, Captain, I think there is some shielding in there. I seem to remember something about that. There was a whole episode about that, Captain. So they're like, all right, everyone hide in the catwalk, because that's a thing. And uh, they do. And then, oh, it also turns out that Phlox is immune to this shit. Or the, the aliens go into Phlox's brain, and they're just like, get the fuck out of here. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking sucks. I have the overwhelming urge to steal celery off of everyone's plate. I don't even know what celery is. <laughs> uh, so they decide that the way to, to, to save the ship is to poison everybody like poison the air on the ship kill everybody and then briefly just a, briefly, little. Just a little dead and then flocks <laughs> like will pregnant. and that will that'll drive the aliens out and then flocks can revive everybody and everything will be fine and that's exactly what happens and it's a great everyone oh but then we kill them all oh yeah and then oh yeah i forgot that's the other thing we also blow their ship up and to kill them well that's fine woof <laughs> you know what um i think honestly they had evolved to the point where all they could do from there was die yeah, what are these you know, fucking that's... little space monsters? Oh, because they can't survive in space. Somehow. They're energy beings that seem to have no needs they can, they're, but they're air. They're subspace beings. Right, right. It, which is even nope. more confusing. Well, it doesn't so make any sense. So here's, a, here's the thing, right? So obviously this episode is stupid. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, the first bit is great. Which is, what is the first bit? Where Trip is acting goofy? Trip eating toast. Oh yeah, Trip eating toast is <laughs> Fair. Great. Fair. I, I toast the, is delicious. The, the scene where uh, Reed gets taken over when he's he's like 
hang he's doing like some random you know busy work in the shuttle bay and then he sees the thing and then he like springs into yes. action <laughs> yeah. right, you know? he does a slide yep. down the staircase he's like doing a tuck and roll he's getting the gun out he's shooting he's it's amazing it's like it's like Reed is like, oh, I've lived for this day. Yeah, he's been <laughs> waiting for that. He's always prepared, this man. He, th- that was a Reed alarm serious level. Yeah, yeah. No, he was so erect. What's the movie where um, Tom Cruise like slides across the floor in his undies and socks? Oh, and um, Risky Business. Yes. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. I remember that. It was good. Yeah, um, I, I, what I said after he got possessed on the elevator with that woman, everything about their interaction tells me they had an awkward date once when he wasn't possessed oh no this poor woman yeah she like was it, it was true because like as soon as he got in the elevator <laughs> she was already done with him his yeah shit. he had even she's like i'm mouth. going to deck four yeah and like, like and he's like then i guess i'm going to deck four too like deck I, four is fine i doubt the director told her that this woman this extra bless her decided my character doesn't like him when he's not possessed maybe so. maybe the actors had a little Something, oh, something. Oh, Maybe there was some disappointment know. in the uh, in the makeup room <laughs> trailer. Uh, I will disagree. The only thing, though, I think the ship looked more like a manta ray than a whale. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it did. It was definitely, it like was definitely a sea creature. The ship was cool looking. I liked it. Mm-hmm. So this episode had that. Yeah, I had yeah. that. <laughs> you, could win an, you could win an Emmy on that. You like know? what I what I've read about this episode is that it starts off in a way that could be interesting. Yeah. Because we've got this new species. Like this is the first time we in in chron, chronologically in Star Trek that we've encountered a non corporeal being, and yeah. that's that's fun to have the first time that they like understand. Well, of this. course, they had to like mention that explicitly, which is fine because it, otherwise people may not realize. No Squire Agathos, though, you know. Yeah, and and there's something there about you know what is this new perception that Trip just had, where he thought he was banging his old girlfriend, and also steamboating around in somewhere. No, <laughs> motorboating. Maybe. Oh, motorboating. Steamboat willying. Whoa. Yes. Well, it's, it's public domain, you see. Mm. And there's something there, but then they decide to do nothing with it. Yep. They decide it's just a normal body possession, slash maybe a, a body swap, because we never really learn what happens when you're outside of it, except that you have this weird experience, and we don't know why, and you don't know why you come back question marks yeah and then it's just a it's then it's just another ship takeover scheme mm, yeah. as they always are and then we kill them without any second thought or understanding of what it means yeah i mean being fair they have proven themselves a threat yeah but but there's a there should be a discussion yes. around archer genociding yet another race well, well be, okay. there might be more of them somewhere oh, sorry, we don't know that these he might have just committed you know you might have just made them an endangered species. <laughs> well, so here's the deal. Fucking Archer. This episode was very similar in many ways to a much, 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 much better episode, Power Play, mm-hmm. where you have mm-hmm. non-corporeal beings taking over members of the crew, and they try to take over the ship. And then at the end of that episode, we have the choice to kill them or be like, hey, listen, go back from whence you came and don't bother us again. And we went with that. We went with that choice. The thing with this, these aliens, nothing about them makes sense. Because, like I already said, like okay, so they're they're weird subspace monsters. Bread is good. Yeah, but they agree on that. <laughs> yeah, they're weird subspace things that don't have bodies, don't seem to need anything, but do need air, I guess. Well, they 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 had a different kind of atmosphere atmosphere yeah. in there, which they noted, and then they noted that they changed it over. That's true. 
And another complaint I saw was that they never used it when they changed the atmosphere over. That's true. But I imagine it's because it's the aliens preparing the ship for when they're in those bodies. Yeah, they're going to... We just never see it used. Yeah. Their plan is probably... Because the Enterprise is kind of a ship box. Yeah. So they're probably going to... Once they steal all the people, they're just going to take them onto their own ship. But that's like nothing... Like... There's no... ship is breaking. There's no good reason they had to do any of this. Like... Why couldn't they have just gone, hey, our ship is breaking, could you help us? Because they don't seem to necessarily, like, they enjoy being people when they try it, but there was no sense that, like, they necessarily, like, missed being corporeal, really? Like, there's no good, there's no good reason given for why they didn't either go, could you help us with our ship, or failing that, could you bring us somewhere on your ship? Mm. We won't take up... Actually, resources. You know, that was the plan, but then they discovered bread. You know what this <laughs> a, this this episode actually is almost like th- in its entirety is the lights of Zetar. Yeah, it's very similar. There, so that's you know. the thing. That's is, not a real episode. You made that up. No, I did not. I <laughs> was thinking, oh wait, maybe like at least there were factions. I was like, that's just lights of Zetar. Yeah, I couldn't remember the title. No, wait, factions. Not lights of Zetar. I'm thinking of um. Oh, Return of Tomorrow. Yes. With, with Sargon. Yeah, where they're just like, we need to borrow your bodies temporarily. This is another much better... Pe- but then one of them is, the one that's possessed Spock, is like, fuck android bodies, I like being this guy. Uh, see, I'm thinking Lights of Zetar because it was a, a race of beings that yeah. also needed a host. They picked Scotty's girlfriend, yep. Mira Romaine, even though and she was like, oh god, not this again. And it was like, very, very... Being John Malkovich. Yeah. They just all decided to cram themselves inside Mira Romaine. Yep. And be like, well, I guess we live here now. And, and Kirk is like, can you guys stop it? <laughs> well, that's it. It's like, they needed a host. Or even, again, like, we talked about this episode recently. Um, There's so many body possessions. Zephram Cochran gets sucked off by a cloud, whatever that oh, one's called. Thank you. You know, ultimately, his cloud takes over the dying uh, diplomat's Hustle. body. No, like Janice... Nancy Hedford. There were a lot of Nancys. There's a lot um, of Nancys. Well, but, it was the 60s. But, yeah, but like, again, if, if they just give us a reason why they had to just steal the bodies, but it didn't, like, it seems like they could have, like, unless these people are just naturally assholes, which maybe they are, but like... They all want bread. I mean, I mean Archer is. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Ames. Thank you, Kate. You're but welcome. yeah, it just, like, it didn't make sense. There was no, like... It just went from like, okay, so... Our ship is broken, can we fix our ship? To No, our ship is broken, we'll use your bodies. Shrug emoji. Like, even if it, there'd been some kind of escalation, even if it was just like, look, we need your help to fix our ships. <laughs> look, we really like bread. It's like, there's there's just something wrong with it. It'd be easier for us to do if we were corporeal. We can't just give you the knowledge, because we, like, borrow your people. But then some of the people in there are like... That's just Return of Tomorrow. Yeah, it it's is. seriously just Return of Tomorrow. Yeah. Every version of this that makes gives it escalation just turns into that. So here's the other thing. Like, the, the way I think you fix it is you make it a TNG episode where it's a, just about cultural exchange. And no. it's, it's about learning about these fucking people. Like, the guy even says in Tripp's body, you guys are explorers. This should be your fucking bread and butter. Speaking of bread and butter, I want some of that fucking bread and butter! <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't this know episode they, used to be called bread. Like, why yeah. did they have to be baddies? They could have been goodies. Or at least yeah. at least give them a reason. You know, the ending is the exact same ending as what's the one with uh, Rosalind, not with uh, uh, Roxanne Dawson being a computer. 
The oh, one where she's a missile? Dead stuff. Oh, that, oh, yeah, it's just oh, yeah, dead stuff that we already it. saw. Yeah. yeah. We just blow it up like, and leave, and that's and the fucking ending. They still had some conflict, because basically what it could have been, it could have been Archer's, like, okay, they try it, okay, the be- beginning bit is, all right, they start, they take over people's bodies, they're not quite doing it right, so then Archer makes a deal with them, he's like, listen, Hoshi breaks her you leg. can use bodies, kind of like oh, what, yeah. kind of like what, what Janeway did with the Silver Bloods, where she's like, where, and he could just be like, listen, if people consent to this, mm. then you can do it. But everybody has to consent, and then they agree. But then, like some bad shit happens. Like maybe, maybe there's some inappropriate banging. I don't know. And it's like okay, oh, like in conundrum. And it's like <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Yeah. And it's like okay, you guys fucked up. You 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 did a violation here, and you still have conflict. But they don't have to be malicious about. It. They can just be like, no, we just want to know what the banging was all about. You guys seem really into it, so. <laughs> you know? Alternately, and we just, sense that some of you haven't done it recently. <laughs> all of them bitch. look at Reed. Um, oh God! <laughs> or even again, just make it so that they're not. It turns out they actually do need to be. They can only be energy for so long, and you know, and like maybe while they're fixing oh, yeah. the ship. Well, then this returns to tomorrow again. Yeah, yeah. With some but this is all different. But if this, uh, maybe they're just like, oh yeah, no, we just need to borrow and help fix our ship, and as they're fixing, like. They stumble across the corpses of the old crew, you know? It's like, oh, this wasn't always their ship. And this is just how they oh, do. They they that, take... That's dead stop again. Yeah. yeah, but a little different. It's yeah. it's at least... It at least gives them a reason beyond just we need the plot to happen. Even if it's familiar, which I know we were bitching about, what, two weeks ago, last every, week? Every like, single week. Every single week. Like, that's, that's what the show is. It's either there's a no good reason or it's a reason we've seen 800 times. Well, the, yeah, then there's the, the, episode, the Voyager episode where the... People take over corpses to reproduce. Oh yeah! Kind of oh, like ashes to ashes. I just re-listened to our coverage of that. That's I like our that. coverage. You make us sound so professional. Our co- you know, our yeah. in-depth anal- analysis. Of, uh, I, yeah, ashes yeah. to ashes. And farts. Fisting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just it, yeah. Everything I can think of to fix it just turns it into a different episode. Yeah. Into an episode that already exists. So I guess just don't make this episode is the answer. This Maybe. Wasn't great. Uh, it, but like again, there's. Credit where credits do. It was okay. Yeah. Some okay things. I'm, yeah, the acting while possessed was on, good acting. On the spectrum of Enterprise episodes, it's it's mid range. If this was the only Star Trek you'd ever seen, this probably would have been gotta, decent. We got to start grading Enterprise on, episodes on, on the, the curve. On the Enterprise yeah. curve. Yeah. <laughs> Although speaking of the Enterprise curve, oh. a few weeks ago you mentioned Jake judging Archer not on the scale of like you know. In in all other Star Trek, it's competency porn. Mm-hmm. But the whole point with these folks is they don't know what they're doing yeah, yet. They're incompetent. But they're still morons. Yeah. <laughs> even in the case of Reed, incontinent as mm. well. Oh, oh no. Poor Reed. Even, even on the let's give them a break scale, like, how will we figure out who's possessed? Well, these aliens suck at pretending to be your crew. Yes. How about that? How about oh. the fact that like they all but admit it the minute someone looks at them? Here, that, this was actually the one thing because you know, aside from it being a, a tread plot and a kind of stale story, it was fine. I got very pissed at T'Pol, and normally I do a lot of defending T'Pol. Yeah. And when Reed goes in there and he's demanding that she strip. Mm. And T'Pol does it. It's unclear if she understands what's going on yet, even though they've already seen Trip be possessed mm. twice or three times now. Yeah. And she's like, "Have you been drinking, Lieutenant, or what, mm. whatever your rank is? I don't care." Um, <laughs> is he Commander? Yeah. No. Lieutenant. Reed? Reed? He might be Lieutenant, Lieutenant Commander. I don't know. Reed. Yeah. Have, you, have you been drinking? I'm like, 
ton. It's clear. You should, it's from an the, alien. From the moment he walked in, you should have been like, you're not Reed. Instead of humoring a single word he says. Yes. Yeah. Neck pinch that bitch. Exactly. And then call the cops. And then space well, He is the cops. <laughs> well, he, it, but yeah, when they were going around, I was like, How? oh, that one, that one. That. There was actually a, a fuck up because Tripp's little sidekick there in engineering. Oh, Rostov. We like him. Um, who I didn't, I have, I, we've, have we discussed before that he was in uh, The Muse? Yes, we have. I had completely forgotten. Because he, we, we saw him in Vox Sola before. Yeah, yeah, and that's, of course, where we first saw Cutler. Yeah. In The Muse. Yeah. Yes. But, well, um, we saw Cutler in, in the one, is that The Muse? The one yeah. where, they're on, where, the, where they're on the planet? Yeah, yeah, he's the writer, she's one it of the just, cast. It might just be Muse. Oh, about the Deep Space? Oh. oh, yeah, right, right, right. The Muse is DS9. Yeah. Muse is Voyager. Jesus Christ, Star Trek. Okay. I mean, I get it. You've got literally hundreds of episodes. You're going to run out of titles, but Jesus. Try a little harder. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, Vostov? Rostov. Rostov. Like, Trip realizes he's been possessed and calls the cops on him. But then in the later scene where they're scanning people in the, the dining room or whatever, it's like, oh, Smith and uh, Rostov. It's like, what, did he get away? I thought it was a. I thought it was a different name. They said. No, I noticed because I'd looked him up because oh, no. I'd forgotten. They just they have a certain there's name they're like continuity script supervisor is just mm. like let's make sure we reuse names because there's only supposed to be like eighty people on the ship. So right. if suddenly there's four hundred names that are stated, we should probably be consistent. You know what it is. I think it's, it's that also Reed was the first one they locked in quarters because of the creeping. Yeah. No one else was locked in quarters yet until Reed. I don't think. I. I can't. I thought they sent security after Rostov, but I don't. But I have. They, a, they alerted and then they talked to him again later. I don't know what they did with mm, him. Well, alternately, alternately, maybe it's the Rostov twins. There you go. Like the Delaney sisters. <laughs> um, oh, one thing. One, another thing I kind of liked until I didn't was um, the, uh, the Enterprise in a nutshell. Yes. Uh, the, the whole thing with where. Hoshi, uh, possessed Hoshi, calls the doctor and is like, I have damaged this one. I need help for this. I I, I have broken its leg and need your help. Proving these things can be clever. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, it was a like, good ploy. Well, I like the idea of like, oh yeah, an alien... But then we had to talk to Flocks. An alien in a human body that doesn't know how human bodies work yeah. would very likely damage it doing stupid things just mm. like humans do like a toddler <laughs> and and but yeah and then the subterfuge but then like the scene in the quarters was dumb and the little fight like was choreographed really weird oh. it just showed there's a bunch of shots of of Flox's nuts getting kicked <laughs> i don't know if you watch that scene what yeah i missed that yeah if you watch that scene there's like the, like he's wrestling hoshi's lying on the floor and and Flox <laughs> is kind of wrestling with her but he's still standing and then they just keep cutting to shots of her like Pummeling his groin with both feet. Um, Jesus Christ! But he's okay. What so a savage. So not everyone keeps their genitals in the in the same place, as we know. Or he just likes it. Or he likes it. Or Denobulans concerning it sounds like they they get freaky constantly. Yeah. Like they they've just got like a built in cup. Yeah, go back and watch that scene because it is is like during the fight. Like and they and it's obviously not actually the actors that are doing it. It's like stunt performers or something because they're cut to angles where you can't see anybody's faces. You yeah. just, it's just a close-up of, of Flox's groin well, and Hosey's feet going brr, 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 doing a speed bag on it. If you were the actor playing Flox, you probably wouldn't want that either. That's true. 
Yeah, the, the poor, the poor like stunt guys. Like, okay, what are we doing for stunts today? Well, you're gonna get kicked in the ball bag about thirty times. <laughs> ball bag. <laughs> you, you, you did make me think that, like, in, in reality, it also shouldn't have known how to fight. So it would have been kind of funny if the whole fight was just like, mm, and it was be like, "Fuck was that?" He's like, "I don't know." Shit. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, again, another thing where like, oh, and then yeah, and then just the stupidness of bringing back the 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 catwalk yeah. in the exact same way that it was just exactly like three weeks ago. Well, and then pretending like you didn't know that it has yeah. lots of shields. Oh, are there shields of the catwalk? What? And where was Porthos throughout all of this? <laughs> Maybe somebody possessed him and was like, oh, I'm a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that, that one never leaves. It's that little <laughs> alien from here on out. Yeah, just like getting how, all the cheese. Like how McCoy's Aww. a plant being yeah. ever since after uh, Shorely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that's a good point, right? So, um, Fox is like, well, yeah, we can revive the people if they're out, only out for a few minutes. But that doesn't say anything of the dog. Or his, be- or, or his, all, or his entire his menagerie. menagerie. They're all dead. <laughs> does that does that purple bat survive? I don't know. What about Sluggo? Not Sluggo. Sluggo's, Sluggo's long, long dead. dead. R.I.P. Sluggo. Or again is Murph's great great whatever grand mm. something. Yes. One thing Progenitor? I will say about this episode, uh, it was nominated for an Emmy for visual effects. Hey, you said that. I did say that. When did I say that? Uh, Just now when we were here? earlier talking about the ship. You said yeah. you were an Emmy off of that. Hey, <laughs> yeah, the ship was good. But Caitlin, I'm, I'm imagining it's for the for the for the wisps for the wisp. Effect. Yeah, I did like the it wisps. It was a good effect. Yeah, yeah. Lost to a Jiminy Glick. No, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lost to uh, the, the pilot of Firefly. Oh well, that's embarrassing. The actual pilot of Firefly or the fake pilot of Firefly? That's a good question. I did all I said was all I saw reference to was the Firefly pilot. So that's a good question of which one they're referring to. I genuinely don't remember the special effects from that well enough to know if I feel like they were robbed. Firefly, Firefly had pretty decent effects. Yeah, I, I don't for, remember for the time. Yeah, I, I don't say. remember ever thinking it was offensive. So. Fair. Yeah, Firefly was actually pretty well produced uh, in terms of in terms of that for, and for the time period. I yeah, think. I mean, there's yeah, there's just only so much you could do with TV CG back then. Yeah, it TV was CG. it was like I feel like you can divide television VFX, sci-fi VFX into before Battlestar Galactica and after Battlestar Galactica because like that really upped the game. Which Battlestar Galactica? Well, yeah, the, seriously, the, the, the two thousand three, the Ronald D. Moore. Yeah, Ronald special. Moore. Yeah, yeah, because like after that, it was like, oh shit, this this is like movie quality shit on yeah. TV. Which again, but, also applied to <laughs> the original. Yeah, true. Except this one, you know, lasted. Yeah, and was good. But yeah, well, even you look like again, even just the the leaps they made from when they tried CG ships in DS Nine, and you're just like, oh. Then they get to Voyager, and you're like, much better, guys. Thank mm. you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, and then like you know, even before DS Nine or maybe contemporaneous, I guess with DS Space Nine was Babylon Five, which was Ooh, oh, yeah. all CG. P- PS fucking one cutscene graphic, but but the makeup was cool. The makeup, yeah, they yes. did great. No, the makeup was, they, but they just they should not. They should have just used models. Well, I think that was a budget thing, right? They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we can't build. We, we're not going to build these fucking models. What do we got? Star Trek money here. <laughs> oh, by the way, you were the title. I the looked crossing? at yeah, I was looking it up because I thought like, hey, wait a minute, when was crossing over with John Edward? 
it was right around now. Oh. So they might have been possibly trying to channel oh. that because it's semi-ghosty. I don't know. Crossing hmm. over with who? John Edward. What is this? Not it was he was a TV quote unquote psychic yeah, who would like make contact with people, dead relatives. Fraud. Yeah, oh, and then and then help you uh, help them cross over. Apparently, yeah, he was going to be the vice president until he yeah. got that three hundred dollar haircut or whatever. Oh, I thought it was because he cheated on his wife on. who had cancer. There, there was no, a, that was, was later. There was also oh. a political candidate, John Edwards. Who was the running mate How of How dare people Al Gore. have Al Gore similar names? <laughs> John Edwards was with Al Gore? Yeah. Yeah. What little fucking bitch was with John Kerry? No, not John Kerry. Yes, John, John no, Kerry. Mitt, was, no, no, uh, John, Mitt Romney. Who was Mitt uh, Romney's? Mitt Romney. Paul Ryan. Paul oh, Ryan. that's right. What a little. Yeah, and John, John Kerry was. I so happily forgot about Paul Joe Ryan. Lee. We all did. You're Joe welcome. Lieberman? <laughs> Joe Lieberman? Yeah, I think Lieberman was... Wait, do we flip that, though? Was John Edwards... Which John no, John Kerry? Edwards was definitely with Mitt Romney. Yeah. No, yeah. John Edwards was definitely with Al Gore. I mean, I'm sorry. Gore. I meant the other... I meant Paul Ryan was definitely no, wait. with Mitt Romney. Maybe yeah, it was, was Kerry, it was Kerry Edwards, and it was Lieberman. Gore. Lieberman. Gore. Yes, yeah, that Jesus Gore, Christ. Yeah. Anyway, this has been 20 years ago Politics Corner. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Well, let's get into 100 Years From Now Politics Corner. Uh, yeah. On Clint, on Kronos. Kronos! <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, in our next episode. Yes, do it. Um, no, we don't are, do it. No, I won't. We're talking about Judgment. Judgment Day. Terminator 2. Judgment Day. Dun, Judgment. Dun. Judgment. Dun, dun. Good movement. Mo- uh, movement movie. Wow. Yeah, big movement. time. Big Struggling. time. Yeah. Struggling. Uh, so in this one, we, are, we find ourselves in a familiar place. A uh. Klingon... Uh, a Klingon courtroom. courtroom, but this time it's Archer on trial, and uh, and he's being represented by Martok. Martok, but not a Love different. Love seeing him. Yeah, just different, I was so happy. different character, but uh, but yeah, it's Martok, and we have. Let's see what else goes on. Um, we got a Duras. Oh yeah, yeah, Duras. That whole that's a family of bitches, if you ask me. Um, Duras shows up, and that turns out that basically what happened, the story goes, Archer picked up a crew of refugees, but they were enemies of the Klingon Empire, and Duras showed up and is like, hey, Archer, give me your, give me those, give me those enemies, give me them film, and Archer's like, no, you can't have them. And Duras is like, all right, fuck you then. I'm going to kill you. And then Archer deploys a cunning maneuver and damages Duras's ship and escapes. And yet somehow still ended up in jail, which is never explained. Yeah, really? How did that happen? Nobody fuck. fucking knows. He was feeling guilty about it. That's right. They didn't. No. Nope. What the fuck? It never comes up. He's just in jail. He's just been taken prisoner by the Klingons. Also, they never capitalize or explain this illness that he has that oh, Fox no. comes to visit him it's about. Fake. It's Oh yeah, it's, it's a lie. It's a lie so that oh, Fox can see him. Oh, I'm dumb. Chapal had a smart. Yeah. I he said Fox, go pretend he has hemopolysemia. I'm just still dealing with the fact that they never explain how he got captured. Yeah. I, I've seen this heard twice now and that never fucking That's occurred what, to me. Well, they started in media res so that you don't think about it. Yeah. They fucking bermaned me. They bermaned you. Anyway, so, of course, Duras's account, there's like, they try to do this little Rochamon thing, and Duras's account's a little different, it makes Archer seem like a dick. Well, a different kind of dick. Yeah, but then, but so at first you're like, oh, it's gonna be a Rochamon thing, but no, twisted, Bermond, uh, it's actually not that at all, it turns out it's gonna be a ineffective lawyer, 
Archer, Archer has to give. <laughs> Should we flatter him, sir? I yeah. just rewatched that episode literally like Such two days Archer, ago. Archer has to flatter this man into becoming a good lawyer. Maybe it's time for you to remind them how great of a lawyer so, you are. So that's instead that's what it is. And then they go through this whole fucking sing, song and dance where Archer gives this impassioned thing, and the and Martok finds his gets his groove back, and and everyone's like that. Everyone cheers and claps, and then the judge is like, in light of your. I still have to find you guilty because I'm a fucking bitch. Yep. And uh Galron, is that you? But because you <laughs> because you helped us out a couple of times, you did some solids for the Klingons. <laughs> Time for you to experience bees. We're gonna make you experience bees. <laughs> Roll for damage. At Brurapente. Yeah, we won't kill you, but it's still life and backbreaking labor. So then we go to Rura and oh and by the way, Martok. You're also going to Rurapente! <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> um, so, Archer, but Arch, so now Archer and his new best friend, uh, Martok. Durasius. Martok, they go to Rurapente and they're chopping ice, and it looks a lot nicer than it did in, in Kirk's. Well, it's really very well lit. It's very well it's lit. It's because they're not, they haven't dug deep enough into the caves yet. Yeah. They're still near the top. Uh, Archer doesn't have to fight anybody or anything. It's great. Well, he gets zapped a lot. He does get zapped. There is some pain <laughs> I action. laugh hysterically. So, anyway, it's like, well, looks like it's curtains up for our heroes. And then, no, of course, uh, T'Pol off screen happens to know who to bribe to get Reed. To, Amazing. To yeah, that logical? So okay. you're telling me that they can't lie, but they can bribe. Yeah, so T'Pol basically, and this is all off screen making it pointless. Yep. She she bribes a Klingon official oh, to, to get right. to get Reed onto a a supply ship to Rurapente, and then he rescues Archer. And Archer's like, "Hey, Martok, come on, let's get the fuck out of here." And Martok's like, "No, I want to stay here for no reason." <laughs> and Archer's like, "Cool, bye." <laughs> bye. Martok was like, "I would rather take my chances here than spend more time with you." Oh, yeah. nobody likes you, Archer. So Ames. Hey. Archer is now legally annoying. A nuisance. Whoa, to you? No, no, no. No, no, no. to the Klingons. They literally he's declared like, legally he's annoying. Oh, okay. No, no, he's declared, well, we if he's guilty, he's guilty of being a nuisance. Yes, but it's, it's on file in some law Good. library that Jonathan Archer is a legal nuisance. There, and there's it no yeah. precedence in the Klingon legal system of being guilty of being a nuisance, which is great. You know what happened? You know, Also off screen, so like... T'Pol's like, oh, the Vulcans have some contacts with the Klingons. I'll, I'll make some calls. So she calls up. She gets... What's his fucking name? Who? Soval. She gets Soval oh. on the line. She's like, yo, Soval! Oh. Archer's in jail. We gotta help him out. And Soval's like, oh, what did he do now? What was it? What was the crime? She's like, well, they, she found... He, they, he was found guilty of being a nuisance. And he's like, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's a, that's, a, that's a piercing one, Chris. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I... Two things I'd like to think. That one, part of the reason Rurapente is, has such better security by the late 23rd century is because apparently it sucked in the mid-22nd <laughs> and Archer got away. Two, do you think this was the beginning of the end of the Doros clan? Like, getting bitched by Archer, they just never recovered? No. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, this, this guy... This Duras seems like a real piece of work. 
Don't think it, I don't think it should have been a dirt. Oh, it should not oh, have been. Oh, it was been all. It was. Uh, 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 there was too the much of that. that. Name. <laughs> when I, oh, with double dicks. Oh dear. Oh, oh it was Klingon. <laughs> yeah, when I first was. Sorry, I can wait. Thank you. There it is. When I was first reading the synopsis of this episode, and they said the writers were really having a great time filling it with Easter eggs, I'm like, oh no, is it a lower decks episode? Why does everything a reference? It's not an Easter egg when it's that... People have forgotten the difference between an Easter egg and just name dropping shit. But there's way more. Did you guys notice... uh, It's actually not even in the episode. It's in the the script that the courtroom is on Narendra 3. Narendra 3. Narendra 3. The site of the battle where the Enterprise C was destroyed while saving a Klingon outpost from a Romulan attack. Yep, in yesterday's Enterprise. My fucking lord. Good job, I just assumed it was Kronos. No, apparently it was on Arendra 3. Kronos. Um, yeah, you have to say it with, with extra teeth in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, at least it wasn't supposed to be the same fucking... Because the thing is, like, okay, you're really going to revisit all these Star Trek Six things, like... I can accept, like, all right, it's just a different courtroom. Apparently, it definitely is. Because it's like, it's, you know, if if that was, like, the main courtroom in six, this is, like, fucking night court. Yeah, this, um, is, this is the, the <laughs> closet off the side. Yeah. But, again, like... Yeah, and we had the reference to Koloth, to, to the name, to like the, the right of Koloth or some shit. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. it was the, it was some, um... Some law or other. Yeah. Some but, law named after a Koloth that we can only assume this Koloth is a descendant of. Yeah. But yeah, like, like you bring us to Repente. We've seen it before. And again, yes, it's a hundred odd years before. But it's so bright. And I get it. We talked before about TV has to be lit somewhat brighter. But they've definitely lit Star Trek darker than this yeah. before. Well, in the courtroom mm-hmm. also was the same thing. It was yeah, way so too bright. way bright in there. It just like it, it, it was easy getting a screen grab for this episode. I don't which, fucking doubt it. It never, it never is in other Klingon episodes. Yeah. It's like the one episode where you really should have been turning down the lights, and you were just like, "Hey, you know what? Fucking halogen bulbs at one hundred ten percent." I feel like so much of the the in Star Trek Six, like because that's the thing, right? They're going to do this thing. Of course, we're going to compare it to Star Trek Six because they're, they're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Tribunal a little, a lot. Well, tribunal yeah. a lot. Yeah, but in terms <laughs> of the, uh, the aesthetics, yes, I the mean. aesthetics, yeah, yes. the aesthetics. We're looking, we're comparing it to Star Trek Six. Like so much of like what made that that courtroom scene was like how dimly lit the judge was in particular, yeah. where he was just like this hooded figure. You couldn't see him. Yeah, he was also like way high up, and everything was yeah. like like yeah. he was also a vast space. Where everything was like far apart from each other, you felt morally isolated when you're on that little little circular platform. You know what this was? This is this is this is the meme. This is the um, um, we have Star Trek Six at home. We have Star Trek Six at home. <laughs> Star, Star Trek, Trek Six, Six from Wish. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is this is Rorapente Wish edition. Hmm. Like again, even with the courtroom being different, I'll even accept like yeah, it's just a different one. It's less important. You know, it's not because you know the events. In Star Trek Six, were so huge, and the the you know he killed supposedly the Chancellor, or at mm-hmm. least allowed his death. Like you're gonna have that one at like the biggest, nastiest, oldest court you have. This is you know again apparently not even on uh, fucking the capital world, but you know it's just some random smaller one like that. I'll give you fine, but again like and again even Rupente, it could even in the same set even like a smaller, more cramped area. Fine, turn the fucking lights down. Yeah. 
Yeah, where was all this light coming from? Because they are underground. Because you can't survive on the planet and surface. Thing, like Star Trek, like I just think that I, I don't know who does lighting. If it's like the DP or like who, I, I don't know enough about TV production of you know, who's responsible for this. But Star Trek has done dark yeah stuff on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, like like I think a good example that comes to mind would be uh, Empoch Noir. Right. Yeah, like Ooh, that's a good, very good very moody, yeah. well lit in terms of like, yeah, interestingly yeah. lit. Well, interestingly that's lit. That's, yeah. that's I think you just hit on it. It's moody because we talked before about the fact that like you know especially in like back in the day, the nineties, Jesus, <laughs> um, you could only go so dark with TV lighting because of the nature of TV cameras and film, but you can compensate for having to be brighter by at least playing with playing with the light, having shadow, do, like I said, being. Moody. This was. This felt like they forgot to turn on, the the like. It's like they forgot to say lights, camera, action. They said camera, action. So it was the default, you know, like. Yeah, just, the works are on. Somewhere. Yeah, thank you. The works. That's the word. Yeah, that's what it feels like. There's no atmosphere, and it's fucking repente. Mm. Like, and again, you you can argue that I think now with the new tricks. They've maybe gone a little too far in the other direction, and half the time you're like, "What am I looking yeah, it's at?" Sometimes it, too dark. Is that is that is that Saru or Tilly? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so similar. <laughs> Somehow they look the same in this lighting. You see, That's how dim it is. Well, now that I know that this is Narendra three, I'm actually now questioning. <laughs> so was was the were the Romulans? So if this is the outpost that the Romulans are attacking. Were they just trying to rescue someone who was unjustly being <laughs> tried for stupid crimes? I like I like that. Let's and the Romulans that, yeah. are like, let's get our fucking people back. And the and the Enterprise C shows up and is fucking that's cowboys good headcanon. I'm for I'm for this. I, I accept it if rescuing that person was the beginning of a needlessly harebrained scheme. Yes, yes. definitely a Sela scheme. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of rescuing that person, so. It's, what did you guys think? So it just kind of happens that, oh, apparently there's no security under repent that we can just walk two humans out of here and they're, and they're done and they're fine. Well, it also sounds like bribes, money changed hands, so maybe... More, oh, so more bribes. So not only did we bribe to get Reed in, but we bribed to get two guys, possibly three guys well, out. I'm guessing part of... I'm guessing it was all one big bribe. One big bribe. It was like, you give, you give the guy the right amount of money and he'll get your people Some out. Some of Paul's panties, we get it. Oh, God. But again, like, no matter who you bribe... Like, this is, this is a bucket of crabs. The other, pr- you never heard? What? Oh, um. What? It, it, it's, it's a way they talk about, like, if you put a, a lone crab in a bucket. Oh, there's a whole story behind this thing. It's very brief. Oh, good. It should be, it, it, it can usually, actually usually manage to get itself out. Okay. But if you have a bunch of crabs in a bucket together and one starts to climb out, the others will pull it down. <laughs> rather than work together. People talk about it as like a, you know, a, a what's it for humanity. Analogy, um, metaphor. Yeah, metaphor. but it's a thing that actually happens. It's crab, like crab, 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 crab behavior. <laughs> crab before. Um, it's like in that episode, the shoot. Yeah, yeah. Ah, but like, oh, you're right. But like, you've bribed the guard, sure. But the other prisoners are gonna be like, "The fuck is this?" <laughs> and none of them go, "The fuck is this?" Yeah. In fact, uh, Kolos, 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 whatever, whatever Archer's Martok. 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 <laughs> I was going to try to bring his actual name no, in, but no, I realized no, I don't remember no, how it's no. pronounced. Um, he's even like, eh, I no one else look at that. Look at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a chance. But no, I bring back up the how we get out of the prison, because there used to be a different way. Oh. And actually, it's a stupid story, because if you'll, you'll, if you'll remember, last week, 
I think, or two weeks ago, some week, some week recently, I've lost track of what order these came out in. We discussed the episode on the on the prison ship with Archer and Trip. Mm-hmm. I forget yeah. the name yeah. of it; it's gone. Yeah, something dumb. That one. Um, <laughs> that was supposed to be the end of this episode. That they were going to just rescue Archer from a prison ship, but then they realized, oh, this prison ship idea is too interesting. Let's balloon that into its own episode and make it like one big thing about the prison ship. So now Archer, in, in the span of two freaking weeks or something, has gotten himself arrested yeah, twice. Pres- <laughs> See, now this, now that, what they should have done Whoop. is kept it as, like, the next episode from this one. Done a two-parter? And Well, it wouldn't even be, like, it would still, it, yeah, it would have been a two-parter, but not in the sense of, like, and now the conclusion. It would have been, like, Just a two, two episodes that take place in the same continuity. That 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 sounds dangerously like a serialized story. And we don't do those anymore. No, we're doing we're until start, we do again. We're going to start doing those a lot next season, though. No, I know. a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, they, they've done some um, they've done some callbacks, like the time that uh, Reed had his injured leg, and yeah, yeah, I know. That's I all I can think. And and uh, you being know. a wise ass. But yeah, yeah, the fact that that yeah, there's Canamar. That was the name of it. Mm. I found yeah. it in my notes. The fact that there's two fucking episodes so close together that deal with Archer. Escaping prison, right? I mean, Unjustly deserved prison or whatever it is. There's a lot. This show is. This is the third fucking prison break episode for Archer, isn't it? What's the, the other one? Repent the one where Dean Stockwell. Uh, oh, okay. uh, fourth, the communicator. Damn it! Oh yeah! Holy right. shit! Yeah, Here's the thing. Being fair to them, they're just honoring the spirit of TOS because they got captured on that show all the fucking time. True. It wasn't always a prison, but they were captured a lot. <laughs> like, TOS was about mineral rights and getting captured. Yeah. But yeah, Jesus Christ. I wonder if there's like a fifth I'm not thinking of. <laughs> but yeah, and, and it is it is such a weird omission to not cover or even mention how he got captured here. It, yeah. Because we, we, do, we open the episode and he's already in custody. Yeah, all we know is that he's told the rest of the crew, don't try to save me because it will incite a war. Like, I could imagine it possibly being like, oh, the Klingons catch up to the Enterprise and like four battle cruisers yeah. decloak and they're like, hand over Archer. Yeah, and at that point you just kind of got to get in. Like, There's oh, no rings nearby. Like, that, that's, that's probably the most likely explanation because I yeah. can't imagine any situation where... He'd be like alone on an away mission in the Klingons. But I also can't on. see them just taking Archer. Yeah, I feel like they'd blow up the ship. Yeah. You know? Like that seems. Maybe they get Archer and then. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, no, it's like those fucking Klingons from, um. Not Seven Samurai a few weeks ago. Like, they were mm-hmm. shitty Klingons too. This is why Voke started his weird little cult. Klingons yeah. become weird wimps. See, it really... If this show had a fucking lick of sense. <laughs> that's what they would have... They would have made it a three-episode arc. Mm. Which is the planet... The, the, the courtroom stuff? No, no, no. It oh, opens, we're, starting, we're starting with one. We're, start, we're starting with Seven Samurai. Yep. Oh. Moving on to Rashomon. But and it, then Ron. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically. Ron? Uh, <laughs> What was the third thing you said? Ron. Ron, which is also Akira Kurosawa. It's loosely based off King Lear. Okay. As well as certain Japanese folklore. But, so you have, you know, so we have our Seven Samurai episode, and they don't have to take place immediately after each other. It could be like 
this is the concept. Instead of creating a whole new scenario that we've never seen with these refugees, yeah, that could have been what he got arrested for. Yeah, there we go. Mm. The teaser could, instead of opening it with him already in custody, the teaser could have been the surrendering. Yeah, or just it, however the fuck they got him. Her, yeah, exactly. And then that's why, and then we don't have to, we, we can do a brief explainer. But we, we don't, don't to, need Duras. We don't need this nope. whole new thing. We could have spent more time doing other stuff. Maybe yep. there was nothing else to do. Who knows? Okay, and then, so your middle, your middle chapter is the courtroom drama. And then it ends with him being sent to prison, and then your conclusion is... The prison ship episode. The prison ship episode. Yeah. I think what they really should have done was got Judge Judy on the case. (coughs) Clearly. Hmm. Uh, I think with that, though, you'd lose some of the Martok fighting very hard for his client, because what since we all know the story now, there isn't really, like, telling the story anew. Like it would, it yeah. would feel redundant to hear the story again. That is true. Well, but on the other hand, it would make it easier for people who hadn't seen one of the other episodes. It would give them a yeah, but then a, if quick, you... a quick catch up without doing a last time on Star Trek Enterprise. If you had though, what they could have done is really just leaned more into the Rashomon thing. Yeah, and maybe. really played up like. Duras, or who, the other, the Klingon is full of shit. Yeah, and maybe even had, like, they managed to get one of the crew to show up as a witness, and they give their overblown Starfleet version. Yeah, we and, like, it's, and they could have even filmed it on the same set and just showed it, like, Archer coming out like fucking John Rambo. <laughs> mowing down Klingons by the dozen. They, they have Paul testify and he just looks like a complete boob. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know if we need another Rashomon episode. No, we really. don't. We already but... had one and honestly, well, we flashback. We don't need another man. tribunal No, either. we don't. Tribunal was already It great. was perfect. We didn't, yeah. The one thing I will say is very good in this episode is J.G. fucking hurts. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, oh, yeah no, he's great. There. He's oh, my God, this man can do anything. He's always the most honorable fucking Klingon or the honorable fucking Herogen or name any other th- thing he is, not Changeling. He wasn't an honorable Changeling. He was a dick Changeling. Yeah. Um, but he's always fantastic. Martok Wait. played a Changeling? Yeah, he was Lass, Odo's friend. The, the, well, oh, the douchebag on the on, who comes to Deep Space Nine and is like, "I can become fire, bitch." He does. He's like, "What I'm, are you doing look, with I'm, your life?" I'm smoke today. I'm gonna kill some Klingons. How did I not realize that was him? So, so technically, he's played two changelings because Martok was actually a changeling ah, for a while. Right. Yeah. Hey, oh. Yeah, but they also bring up this very interesting thing of him like, tr- like saying, "Oh man, that used to be so great." Yeah, okay, Boomer Martok, but all right. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> saying like. Klingons used to be more honorable, and now it's all about the warrior class, which makes a little bit sense when you're like looking at like how do the TOS Klingons come out of these people if now it's all about warriors. This actually really does make... Aesthetics aside, it does make Discovery Klingons make a lot of sense. Mm. Like, if they're kind of in some sort of a weird cultural decline. Yeah, I bet you they look specifically at episodes like this and I don't remember the other uh, Klingon episodes we're going to see in Enterprise, but I think this is the one that you can just say, like, this is where we can base some of our culture for these Klingons. And I also, I think that this this episode other, does meaningfully add to the Klingon lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have this caste system. Yeah, because, like, we didn't really, like, up until, we've, we've often talked about how there have been kind of a monoculture. Well, there was that one TNG where they did mention in very... Very passing. The idea that there were other kinds of Klingons, but we like met a scientist once. Yeah, but there, I forget which. One, and actually, again, they were like on Kronos, I think, for it. Well, we met. We met 
Worf's nanny. Yeah, Worf's Maybe nanny. That's what I'm thinking of. There was the one who was doing doing the science with Dr. Rega, the Ferengi. Yeah, yeah. She was a scientist and was like, oh, science is so is so glorious. Yeah. <laughs> and I liked her. But like, like, and I guess we, you know, in theory, because we've met Colonel Worf. Yeah. Uh, we knew that there had to be Klingon lawyers. Yeah. Oh, because he was Colonel Worf, you kind of assumed maybe he was more of a jag than a... Whereas this guy seems to just be a lawyer. Yeah. An advocate. Yes. Which I like... You know, it is. It, it, you know, it sort of starts out in much the same way as in Tribunal with, with where it's not... Don't talk, he, I'll handle yeah, it. He's not yeah, here, he's not here <laughs> to defend you. He's just here to go through the motions. Yeah, punch the, punch the card. This he's here to kick well. ass and chew bubble gum. This just reminded me of something that I read a fucking lot of years ass. ago. <laughs> I had a book on Phase 2. Oh. And uh, that Bless was actually, er, script for that did involve the the foundation of this idea of there being a really complex and sort of rigid Klingon caste system that, you know, I think that version of it never made it into the shows, but it does feel like, you know, that idea has still lingered in the background mm. for the past almost 50 years now. Hmm. God, I completely forgot about that till just now. There was one thing that kept I kept noticing because it made no sense, and it happens every time we talk to Klingons, mm. and that that's that's that the Universal Translator just decides what it's translating and what it's yeah. not. Oh, what are they chanting up there? Oh, they're chanting "enemy." Is your Universal Translator not working? Well, is, it was is a your local... Universal Translator running. I mean, you better catch it. Did, so they did in. Um... See, this is something that they didn't take from Star Trek VI, which they should have, was that they confiscated the Universal Translator. Right, so they had and those... And they had those little... Those they little already took enough from, you, from Star Trek VI. Well, what I'm saying is, like, but yeah, but that would have made sense yeah. if, they had, if they had translation issues. Yeah. And maybe Martok just happens to speak English. Or or he's the one on the other side of the coconut or something. Mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why... Like, I feel like they didn't really do it in Star Trek VI... I, I, I don't know. I, I just really love from Hunt for Red October when they tr- oh, when they yeah. transition oh, from yeah. Russian to English when they zoom That's in so that cool. is good. and zoom out and then they're speaking English. But so clever. Yeah, but you under, the as the audience you understand that oh no they're still speaking Russian we're just hearing English. They could have done that here. I feel like they did that kind of in Star Trek Six when they just Ish, basically yeah. had everybody at the trial speaking English. Actually, no. I think what they do is. At- Oh, don't quote me because now I haven't watched it in ages, but I think maybe at first Christopher Plummer speaking Klingon, but then they cut to the row of translators and they cut back. He's in English, but maybe. I might be wrong. I well, they have that whole thing where he says, don't wait for the translation, answer me now! Yes, yeah. which apparently was like a reference to a real-life yeah, show like trial. A, I think that was like a... I think that's like a um, a Cuban Missile Crisis. Something like that, yeah. At wow, the UN. Really? Yeah. Because I, I remember that from that movie about... The Cuban Missile Crisis, which I can't remember the name of. 13 Days? Maybe. I don't remember. That is a movie about the Cuban Missile Crisis. I don't know if that's what you're thinking of. No, I've never the seen only it. one. <laughs> uh, question Caitlin actually had come up with. Because obviously they did a whole new set of makeup for, for JG there. Mm-hmm. Were those his teeth, though? Were those oh, the Martok teeth? They were definitely oh, the Martok teeth. Because yeah, we'll she's going to make compare. new teeth. Yeah, okay, that's probably a little harder than making a new forehead. That's what I thought, too. Because, I mean, the forehead is just... You probably can reuse latex on different people or just, like, trim it up. But the teeth have got to be... Well, yeah. also, it's like, you know, there's, recur- like, major recurring characters. They probably don't reuse the molds. Mm. Um, like, I the, I would not expect to see someone else with Worf's head. Yeah, no, no, that would stand out. But, um, 
Yeah, Martok. I think they. I think Martok got his original teeth, but definitely got a different head. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a different head. Yeah, and like as much as I did, I, I agree. You know, he is great. Uh, I love seeing him, and he's a good actor. I didn't feel like he did much to distinguish his performance. Oh, from Martok, he was just he was, just, no, a, he was just another Martok. It was just another Martok because it's also such a similar character because yeah. it's someone who has charisma and dignity. Yeah, at and, the it's, same and it's, time. it's 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 sort of the the honorable man. In the sea of dishonorable men. Yeah, it's like how he would have done Kovat in Tribunal if yeah. he weren't a piece of shit. You, you know why, though? You know what it is? The reason this not Martok wasn't Martok? He didn't have a horrible bitch of a wife at home who he <laughs> loved. Oh, I love that bitch. Actually, maybe he did, and that's why he wanted to say it for Repente. <laughs> No, he had a he had a he had a soft, boring wife who didn't challenge him. <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah. Maybe he'll meet his wife at Ruripen. She's one of the guards. Yes. <laughs> More pain sticks. Oh, did you guys also recognize Orak, who was our prosecutor? I feel like I yeah, looked him up, but I can't like remember somebody, now. But I don't know who I he was. Not, I, I mean, it, okay. Him. There's two things I can list for you. One, he was Roussat in the final season of Deep Space Nine. Oh, oh yes, that's right. I was, yes, 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 he yes. He was the, oh, the, Car- the Cardassian that doesn't, oh, Damar murder the fuck out of? Yeah, he was... Or is it Garrick? No, it was Damar. He's, he's about to shoot Garrick. Or no, he's about to shoot Odo? Kira? They're, when they're Someone. When they're stealing the, the ship, and it's Damar, Rasat, Kira, Odo, and Garrick. There's a Mexican standoff. Oh, yeah. is he just the one that's kind of um like stirring shit? Like Demar's like we're gonna work with them, and he's like we're not working with them. Cardassia for the love of Cardassia. Yeah, he's yeah. the he's the Cardassia forever. Guy. He's the stick in the mud. Yeah, he's and Make he's, basically, and he, and he's yeah. basically like come on, Demar, let's let's kill them and yeah. Get, get... Oh, uh, when Kira's trying to teach them. Yes. How to do yeah. guerrilla tactics, yes, yes, yes. and he's like, oh, they're fucking Bajoran That's woman. him, right? That's okay, him. okay, I do know who that is. Great. Uh, and he was also Hagen, the Betazoid from Night Terrors, who was crazy. Oh, yeah. The one that they find on the ship? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. I... One, oh, wow. one moon circling, one eye blinking, one testicle. Man, in picturing Rousseau in that guy <laughs> in my head, I would not have expected them to be the same actor. But... Well, it's all the makeup. Ton of makeup. Yeah, well that, at least with that one, all he had was the black contacts, I imagine. Yeah. Well, he was like, he, yeah, he, just, he was kind of a disheveled looking man. Yeah, well, yeah. He was catatonic, well, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> Meow. That's no Meow. excuse. <laughs> uh, last little reference I wanted to make sure I pointed out. When Phlox is claiming Arthur has xenopolycythemia, that's what Bones had in For the World is Hollow, and I have fucked the sky. Oh, for Christ's oh, sakes, everything's a reference. Everything's no, a reference. I, mean, I don't know. I think, I think bringing, up a, bringing up a previously established yeah, that one's, disease. Yeah, that one's an Easter that's egg. That's fine. Yeah, that's not yeah, that, that that's true. That's, I, mean, I wouldn't yeah. even go as far as to call it an Easter egg. It's like, it's like when, when we've, we've used, um, you know... Uh, oh, there's that flu that always comes up. Yeah, there's, all, there's, like, there's certain diseases that get mentioned mm, a lot of times. That's the one. Oh, I realize, you know why there's so many fucking references, is this was written by David Goodman, our friend who wrote Where No Fan Has Gone Before for Futurama. Ah. So he knows how to do a reference. (laughs) A little too much. You overdid a little this time, buddy. Just a skosh. That's right. Does does this episode predate that, or was that... No, this is definitely later, because last time he came up, we realized they came out kind of around the same time, and that was a few weeks ago. Yeah. But yeah, it does feel like he was just like, I don't know, I don't know how many times we're gonna get to do this. I am cramming in everything <laughs> I can. 
Yeah. Oh my God, they're letting me touch the Klingons. Right, right. Yeah. The quote, the quote that he says is, "I tried to include as many TNG era Klingon related continuity references in this installment as I possibly could. Most made the cut." Oh my God. What didn't? I don't know. I gotta admit though, you know, knowing now that he's like a crazy fanboy, it'd be like if they let me write a Romulan episode. It just... <laughs> You'd write a great Romulan episode, Chris. Oh my god. I'd probably overthink it. I'd, I'd Romulan myself. I'd try to come up with a scheme so idiotic, I would just, my brain would shut down. It would, I mean, be that's terrible. really the problem. Like, you often get situations where you have fans writing. like. But then you have editors, god damn it. Well, yeah. Do, but like, I'm thinking of like, Stephen Moffat writing Doctor mm. Who. I was thinking that, but I was like, I... Where it's just like, like every episode was a big fan wank. Yeah. It, well, um... but more importantly, with Stephen Moffat, every episode was a Stephen Moffat wank. Yeah. Like, he could not get enough of his own fucking Kool-Aid. Like, really, I, River Song is, like, the most important character in the universe all of a sudden? What a fucking coincidence. Like, honestly, I think it kind of, if anything, what really helped was the fact that Matt Smith didn't know Doctor Who much before he was in it. Mm. So, like, maybe that... Because once it was him and Capaldi, also a longtime fan, it's like, oh, God! But you Or know, uh, then, Abrams' Star Wars 7, at least. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, you get these... You have these things where it's like, okay, you, you have these people that are otherwise pretty competent writers, but because they're such fans, they're kind of... Painted, right? Yeah. And like they're gonna try to do the fan stuff. They're gonna, it's gonna turn into fan fiction because they're fans writing the fiction. Oh, well, and that's I mean that's the tricky part with so much sort of genre television right now is like every time you turn around, it's like oh yeah I grew up on this because it was stuff that was created by people 40, 50 years ago, and they couldn't have. Gr- I mean even then it was like again the original Star Wars. George Lucas admits like yeah this is just a pastiche of all the shit I loved. Fucking Quentin Tarantino, all of his movies is a pastiche of the shit he loved. But now it's yeah, but like, it's not, but yeah, you're no now it's not a pastiche thing. Yeah, it's it's just, a, I'm just making, I'm just making references to the same thing. Yeah, like I grew up on Star Wars, and oh shit, now I'm in charge of it. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, and I think that like lower decks went through this a lot. Well, they do it on purpose. Yeah, but should they? <laughs> and I would say, oh, fucking Mat- uh, Terry Metalis, right? Mm. Oh, and season three, season Picard. three, Picard, where it's like. I think there's a lot of competent writing in season three of Picard. I think there's a lot of family. So yeah. much. And it's like, it's like, and like, I appreciate that, that Terry Metalis is such a big fan of the show. I mean, he works on Enterprise, right? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. But rein it in, Terry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you gotta... Kill some darlings. No, no! <laughs> oh no, don't kill! You've killed enough darlings! Damn it! Stop it! Leave, leave, leave the fan wanking to us. We'll take care of that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you just gotta... Do, do the professional job. Find the balance. Find the prodigy balance, with the exception of Kobayashi Maru, or whatever it was called, which was just a bit heavy-handed. I, think, I, don't know, I think you watched Kobayashi Maru, and aside from, it's really the, the, the characters the, they chose and the voice work that's oh terrible. Oh, God, the sound yeah. editing was real bad. But Doll is so cute in that episode, and I enjoyed it. I her. think if they had, if they had had, so they had... Pretty sure they had um, Gates McFadden. Gates McFadden record new lines they did. for that. Yes, but the other ones were all dead. Yeah. yeah. So they just had to use file. What they because sh- they wanted you to weep when you saw them yeah. at the in the credits at the end. Yeah. Which you know I did anyway. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> uh, it's like you said at one point. Like a, a fine example of sort of fan wankery done right is the 
All the world is stage. Yes. Eee! I love that episode. That's that's a really good way to do it. Which episode? The one where the Enterpriseians they do their so like it's, this. See, it's see that one's great oh, because yeah, 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 yeah. because they meet a bunch of Star Trek fans. It's really what so they, good. Like, yeah, the it's, Enterpriseians it's, are are the fans. It's Galaxy wanking. Quest. Yeah, it's kind of. Except even like the people. That's the way. It's it's Galaxy Quest. Except they're not really the crew. They're also all their knowledge is also secondhand, kind mm-hmm. of, which Who adds an extra layer people? to it. Yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, on on the lower decks front, I think lower decks in later seasons has gotten better about the fan wanking because they have their own episodes to reference now, where it makes sense. Because originally they were just referencing other series because they didn't have any episodes themselves. It's kind of like, um, I mean... So now there's running gags, so you get it. Don't get me wrong. The It's a much better show. But, like, in its first season, Venture Brothers is sort of like a, you know, what if Johnny Quest grew up and was a sad, drunk piece of shit? <laughs> but then as it went along, it built up its own lore that it began to reference to and became more than just a Johnny Quest parody. Mm. That's a great show, too. It is. You know what else is a great show? Star Deep Trek Deep Space, Space Nine? Yeah. Deep? Yeah, and Space we were talking a little about, Slot. you know, we were comparing Judgment, you know, very obviously to Tribunal a whole lot. And you know who fucking comes in and rocks Tribunal? Fucking Cisco. Was he uh, Captain Cisco yet, or was he still Commander Cisco Man, at that point? he was fucking Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> I there think was, I already said That is his official rank. <laughs> but he was still Commander Cisco. I just watched it ah, recently. Thank you. This is this is Caitlin's area of expertise. Well, for now, I mean, I just watched the episode yesterday. Oh, I just Ask mean DS, me tomorrow. I just mean DS Nine. No, please, that's also not true. My memory is not uh, it's not what it could be. All right, yeah. so we're continuing. We finally segued so smoothly you didn't didn't even realize. Thanks to our good friend Worf, into character spotlights for Deep Space Nine. Woo. We're starting off with Cisco this week. We got good and bad moments for Cisco. My bad list ended up expelling like. <laughs> Getting to 28, and I didn't even <laughs> include... I don't have anywhere on my list in the Pale Moonlight. So oh, nice. Someone else can do that one. Oh, wow. Wowzers. Oh, boy. Caitlin, you start. Oh, that's nice. Are we starting with bad or good? Good. good. Oh, good. good. Good to bad. This is your show. we got to start with you. I feel like we, we, this we, is your show. We have to start with you because we, we know you haven't prepared shit. I feel like uh, we managed to capture. Like I feel like each of us represents one of the four. Like sort of <laughs> like I'm the TOS jerk. She's the DS9 person. Jake is TNG. You're Voyager. I'm the Voyager bitch. <laughs> I well, I also love Voyager a lot though. Voyager, well, I mean, Voyager all, is like my second favorite. We all like all of them, but I feel like it, no, no, we don't all like all of them. We, I feel like we all uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Up until this point, just saying. Don't put Aww. don't put words in my mouth. We all hate TAS. <laughs> T-A-S, yeah, Uh, anyway, things that are good. Uh, Sort of just a general broad thing is that, and I said this before um, when we were watching Deep Space Nine, I love the relationship between Ben and Jake Sisko. Okay, I'm not taking general broad things because I can't find a screen grab of that. Oh, um... One of the 8,000 screen grabs of them hugging. uh, Take something from uh, Explorers. Well... Is that the one where they all go to the Gamma Quadrant together to do a field? Uh, no, that's, yeah, that's the one the where he, that's Explorers right. is the one where they do that one. Pull something from that one. I feel like there's some good moments there. From Jem Hadar or from <laughs> well, either one. Okay. Um, I did just Google Cisco hugging Jake, and there are a lot of options. That's one. That's a whole. That's a whole thing. I'll find a specific moment for you. Thank you, Ames. I'll find a specific moment for you. I'll believe it when I see it. 
Well, we'll finish this thought first. I don't have any. Uh, Other times when Cisco was good. Actually, speaking of that episode that I was just talking about, the Jem'Hadar. And again, this is more general, but we're going to include the episode, the Jem'Hadar. Is Cisco's... He really works to overcome his prejudices against about the Ferengis. I did like that. Mm. And oh, idea. and another specific piece is that he uh, later, of course, will write a commendation letter or whatever for Nog to be yes. the Ferengi in Starfleet. That's good. Those are good things. Yeah, that's good. in Heart of Stone. That's not, that's he way de- up he here on my list. He declines the bribe that, that Nog tries to give him to get the letter too. That's a good thing too. Yeah. Kinda. I don't know. Yeah, he takes it, I guess. Yeah, it's another good one. You just gave me three. Oh, did I? Oh, good. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. If you have more, let me know. I'm sure I do. But um, uh... I can go. So I'm going to say I think that probably one of the best things he did was stopping the Federation coup d'etat in mm. Paradise Lost. Ooh, that is good. I didn't um, think of that one. You didn't think of that one? No. Oh, my God. Because like I wanted first, the coup to happen. That was like one of the first ones that came to mind. Because it's, it's, it's an instance where, like, you know, he does the right thing, even even when it's inconvenient and against ad, ad, adversity. Uh, all right, we're going to go with... Okay, so this is, a, this is an interesting one I thought of, um, that I'm not sure if it's... It's probably a bad thing. So, so many of the things that, that I that made my list are things... Cisco go, goes nuts and does X. In <laughs> oh this one, it's oh going to be God. Cisco goes nuts and prevents Bajor from joining the Federation in Rapture. Good. Uh, when he I, started... do, I do love the Bajor not being in the Federation. Yeah. Well, because again, like, Bajor would have been terrible to be in the Federation, especially at that time. So, really, the visions that drove him to not to oppose that we're, we're on the level. This is another one that I think could go either way because it's, it's like, it's it was really stupid. How oh, does he go nuts this time? He doesn't go nuts. <laughs> Damn but he, it. But, he's, but he does, he, it's a foolhardy mission <laughs> that works out. <laughs> and this is when he uncovered that Martok had been replaced by a changeling. Oh. Like, that, yeah, that this was, was, yeah. That was Odo. <laughs> well, he but he led the mission. Oh, fine. Like Odo technically figured it out, but I'm talking. I'm speaking more about. He looked great as a Klingon. Is go, what you're going on the mission to, to and like dragging human Odo, who had a death wish with him, <laughs> and and you know Miles O'Brien, who couldn't pretend to be a Klingon if his potato <laughs> head depended on it, <laughs> and. Worf, who was there, <laughs> and who knows these people intimately. Right, and it was only barely made up differently. Yeah. This was so Apocalypse Rising, you said? That was Apocalypse Rising. Yes. Great. Yeah, so... You guys are picking tons of ones I haven't even thought of so far. Woohoo! Oh and I have an honorable mention, but I'll save. Ooh, sneaky. How about you, Chris? Number three. Telling Odo not to try very hard when uh, pursuing O'Brien and Tosk. That's a good one. That is a good one. Number two, tangentially related, similar to Jake's, um, keeping keeping Bajor out of the Federation, but specifically as relates to the fact that I feel like the Federation wanted Bajor in because that is what they do. They are like the Federation, and they're like, of course you'll join us. Also, sorry. That's what they tasked Cisco with doing. <laughs> yes, but their whole thing, like, I feel like their interest in Bajor was just, like, mechanical and automatic. And... 
There's something vaguely paternalistic about their attitude towards Bajor. Like, it feels like a belated, like, ooh, we kind of fucked up with the whole, our, everything we did with the Cardassians. Sorry, how about joining our special space club? Mm-hmm. And, and I think, like, Cisco, yes, admittedly he was going a little nuts in that episode, but overall I still think a lot of other people in the Federation didn't really sit down and try to understand or appreciate the complexities of Bajoran culture, and he did. And I'd like to think that even if he hadn't gone space crazy, he still might have been like, this is a really bad idea, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he... What do the prophets have to say about this? I feel like he actually ultimately does end up caring a lot about Bajor. Too much, one would say. In a way that no one else really in the Federation who isn't Bajoran does. Well, he is of Bajor, you see. Exactly. So yes, his embrace of Bajoran culture as represented, admittedly, by space crazies and keeping them out of the Federation because it's not time. <laughs> it is not time, guys. And a, a, since I had a chance to Google a specific Jake and Cisco <laughs> moment, Cisco being okay with Jake not wanting to be in Starfleet in Aww. shadow play. That is a great episode. And he's so nervous about it. And O'Brien, of all people, is like, oh, but I told my parents, of course they were furious. Oh, no, wait, they were totally cool. My dad got over it eventually. Your dad will too. Hoity toity toity. No, it wasn't even eventually. It was right away. It's it like, was immediate. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck that. It's great. I, I mean, Starfleet has mostly brought me pain. It killed my wife. Well, and the other thing that's, like, nice, too, about that is that, you know, there's a there's an episode, I don't even, maybe it's that episode, or an episode or two before that, where, like, Jake's like, ugh, I'm gonna study for my stupid Klingon opera, you know, final, whatever, shut up, dad. And his dad's, and, you know, Ben's like, you don't know what you're gonna be when you grow up, son. Mm. And it's like kind of nice. That oh, was that when Jake says, like, "When the last time you? When is the last time you listened to Klingon opera?" And he's yeah, like, "Shut when up!" I was your age. <laughs> Shut up. Just because you had to do it doesn't mean I have to do it. Yes, yes it does. The <laughs> <laughs> big crazy Cisco face. God, I love him. Uh, I also have an honorable mention that I will save. Oh well, let me give, give my three because my top three haven't, haven't been mentioned yet. Which yep. is oh, nice, nice. Get it, Ames. Uh, I'm gonna say first. Let's let's go down here to number three. A three. Uh, killing the fuck out of Costa Mojin and what we leave behind. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that was actually my my honorable. That mention. was your honorable mention because yeah. God, what a what a great way to go and good for him. Mm-hmm. It was sure the whole episode. I like how it's Costa Mojin and not Ducat. Well, Ducat was already dead. I say. Mm. Ducat was killed by something. Costa Mojin. Yeah, was killed in the fire cave, right? I think so. God, I fucking hate that too. It's like the last ten minutes. They're like, "Oh no, we forgot about fucking Picard." <laughs> do, 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 do. Like, like they play the like Charlie Brown Christmas music. Do 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 do, and they like transport over there. If there's <laughs> one thing I feel like has been the case with all the '90s series, because the original didn't get a proper finale, they never quite stick the landing. No one sticks the landing. You Enterprise know? really doesn't stick the fucking I landing. I don't know. I would. I I think I really all, like all good all good things. things is pretty well stuck. Oh, I feel like we were kind of critical of it at the time, though. Like, we definitely had some complaints. It was it was on my top five list of the whole series. <laughs> and you're going to have complaints, but I don't know. I, th- I don't think it was... I think that's certainly the the best. Oh, yeah. I mean, of the three, it's definitely the most... But yeah, DS... Well, DS9 and Voyager, at the very least, both kind of chucked it. Voyager not as badly, I think. Really? I think Voyager had the worst <gasps> of the finales. When we're done watching all the series, we should talk about... The best and worst finales. We should, yeah, that's going to happen. Actually, oh, the worst is Enterprise. Do, well, I was going to say, we can do that after Enterprise, and then we can do it after New Trek, and then we can do it all together. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, anyway, uh, sorry, yeah. Ames. I have two I, more! Yes. Oh, one is one that we've been talking about today, and that's when Cisco just strides into the tribunal, and tribunal 
doesn't say a fucking word and wins the case. Because mm. <laughs> he figured out the boon thing. Mm -hmm. And good for him on that. That was just such a power move and I give him so much credit for it. Uh, and the other one is another Ducat moment because I also have to squeeze in my love for Ducat in here. And that's that Cisco just plays Ducat so damn well in Waltz. Mm. He's like, you're going crazy. I'm going to use this. <laughs> And it's brilliant. And I know crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there myself. If I don't mind if I do. <laughs> My honorable mention, this might be more Avery Brooks than Ben Sisko. Smiley. Motherfucker loves a baby. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. He is always so he happy to see a baby. babies. It's so cute. I feel like that's Avery Brooks just letting a part of his personality into the character. I love it. Bottoms. Bottoms. Bottoms up. Oh boy. Well, can you think of any fucked up things to say? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's coming to mind. No. <laughs> uh, well, the war crime which, in that which, episode. Which one? <laughs> you know, that one. The, no, you the, have to specify. The one. The one, more where, one. It's a fake. Oh, that <laughs> one. <laughs> the one that isn't yeah. on my list. Yeah, Moonlight. The one when it's a fake. Um, Is it a war crime when it's a politician? Yes. Uh, I know, I'm just being me. Let's see, what else is bad? He forgot to take his fucking birth control, you yes. piece of shit. Thank you. I'm Absolute so angry, fucking too. fucking dick. Oh, Takes sorry. two to tango. Sorry, Cass. Yes, and he's the one that fucked up. <laughs> Wait, does it, is it like... It is do you need explicit. Yes. They didn't say he forgot to take his. Yeah, I know he forgot to take his, but did, was she also on I assume. They, they don't specify, and therefore all we know is that it's his fault. So Here's, he so basically, okay. he did, he pulled the thing where you say... Where he like He like... He switched out the condom for a candy bar wrapper and she got pregnant. It's an Archer reference. <laughs> it's an Archer reference. Jesus Christ. Archer the show, not Archer the captain. What so kind cool. of candy bar? I think it's a Snickers, isn't it? Oh, come on. At least go Clark bar. Um, <laughs> wait, I, know, I, I think, I mean, I don't think it was on purpose. I think he genuinely no, he just forgot. No, he forgot, but fuck him. Oh yeah, no, but he should have set a fucking alarm let me just, then. Let me just. Julian was his alarm and he reminded him. Here's the thing. Even if, even if, even if he's the only one taking birth control, women are often the only one taking birth control, and guys aren't always like, well, we better use a condom to back up to be sure, and if the girl, like, didn't take that shit for a week and gets knocked up, they're definitely gonna blame her. I mean, that's what's gonna happen, so I'm, I am... No, I'm not, I'm not saying... I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying I require equality, and Ben fucked up. Also, you know, there's, it's the future. Everyone shares responsibility. Beam it out! Be, be, yeah. Beam that Flush baby into out. space. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Gosh, what else does Ben if, do If Cisco bad? didn't love babies so much... Oy. I gotta think about it for a second. I know there are a lot of things. I just can't... I'm having trouble thinking of any, and I know I should have prepared, and I've been watching the goddamn show. I have no excuse. I've been watching the show. <laughs> but the problem is, Ben doesn't really get bad until the end. He starts getting worse. Like, he starts... Like, not a... Uh, you know, like... Actually, no. Here you go. I'll give you this one. Yeah, give it to me. Uh, it's, uh, he's kind of a dick to Picard, and it's not really Picard's fault. Mm. I mean, I, I get, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Is that... Um, I feel like I took that, I took that one down, but I can't find it quickly, so I'll just jot it down here. But I might even have that dick, one, too. Dick and Picard. Dick to Picard. <laughs> Neat. Okay, here's what I'm gonna go with. He goes nuts! <laughs> <laughs> and releases a fucking paw wraith and almost gets Kira and or Jake killed. Oh, and that in one! In the Reckoning. Oh, when he fucking Ooh. smashes when he sma the uh, when he column. smashes the, the, the plinth or whatever plinth. it was. The stele? I don't know what you call it. Yeah, and, it, and the 
Pa Wraith and the Prophet escape, and then... I was about to argue with you, because I'm like, no, but it's fucking Wynn's fault that it goes wrong, but you're right, he starts it. He does, yeah. I mean, but it's, it's also... It's, it's, he's like, like, oh, breaking yeah, point. Oh, yeah, Wynn, Wynn was t- totally... God, I forgot how fucking just, like, rewatching the show, and again, granted, this is like the eighth time I've watched it, or like fourth, but like, she is so bad, right from the fucking beginning. Oh yeah, she's the worst. So fucking bad. And as a side note, I finally got to my favorite, favorite Kai Win part, which is when she's like, and my child, if you ever speak to me with such disrespect again, I'll make you regret it! <laughs> and Kira's like, holy shit. Um, so I yeah. love that scene. So there's that one. That's a good moment, Jim. Um... Good job, Jake. So this one is, I'll, I'll, it's, it's he an goes o- fucking nuts. It's, a, it's an overall thing, but I'm going to give you a specific moment for screenshotting purposes. Thank you, thank you. So it's his obsession with catching Eddington. Mm. I thought you were going to say with Lady. And the specific moment oh, is going to yeah. be when he poisons a fucking planet. Oh, that time. In for the uniform. <laughs> nah, no, oh, you nah. know the, the really, really war crime. Yeah, one. that one. <laughs> nah. Um, <laughs> because he's mad at Eddington. Well, we're all a little mad at Eddington. Well, yeah, but... Uh, really not me. Well... <laughs> Eddington's such a I'm punchable face. I'm mad at Eddington for, const- for the constant Les Mis references. Yes. I'm glad with Eddington as a person. Uh, Eddington, could you please lay off on the Les Mis references? All right, but can I have one day more? <laughs> God damn it, Eddington! <laughs> uh, I wish we didn't have to keep going, because that would be just... We'd end it right there. And I think this one this was not uh, on the same level, but it, it made me think less of him. He kind of makes up for it at the end, but someone challenges him. He goes nuts, <laughs> forces all of his friends to play baseball, and then, and this is the bad part, he's a total dick to Rom. He is. Yes. He's a total jerk to Rom. Okay, but to be fair, Rom is also completely terrible at baseball. Oh, he's really baseball. bad at baseball, but... There's a nice way to tell but, someone they're terrible at I'm just at saying, this isn't, this isn't fucking community theater. You don't have to let everybody fucking play. <laughs> wow. If you're not a good, bigger team. if you're no good, then you don't get to fucking be on the team. Tough titty. Um, yeah, that was, Sorry, but yeah, that does suck. But he's, wrong. And like, he makes everybody on the team hate the whole thing. Oh, he also drags Cassidy in by her heels when she, because he canceled her shipments for the week. Oh, that's right, yeah. Without asking her. Yeah. Well, he's always fucking with her schedule without checking. I mean, with she her was first. happy he's to participate kinda... until he was a dick to everybody, and then everyone's like, "Why the fuck are we helping with Cisco's fucking wank job with this Vulcan guy?" And he's gonna treat everyone like shit. Fuck this! I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, no. He it's ruined so baseball well, for everyone single-handedly. Well, well I mean, <laughs> didn't t- take to be much. fair, <laughs> didn't start off so great. Oh, that's a good list, Jake. That's a great list. Jake. I have another dishonorable mention, but Sweet. I'll save it. <laughs> How about you, Chris? I see you scrolling. So sort of related. Doesn't he like? I, I couldn't find it, but does 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 he use like kind of related to the using his position to get her? Uh, shipment shifted. Like, didn't didn't he kind of get her sh- sentence shortened? Well, he got her arrested in the first place. Yeah, which is another whole fucking thing. Yeah, well, he... no, he tried not to get her arrested by ab- he abused his power into the cause. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, he abused his power into the cause so Cassidy wouldn't get arrested until they had proof. Yeah, right, 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 right. So yeah, yeah. He went he... out of his way to prevent her. Did, did he ever apologize to her for that? Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, when she got back from being in prison, he was nuts in in rapture. Or right. not, was it rapture no. or a different one? It was one with the stones with the with the 
With the dig with the mining area. Oh yeah, that was Rapture. That was Rapture. Okay, that's the one where they discover. Oh, the is that old... where Esri Dax is there and with he throws the... a ball in the desert or some shit? No, he finds that's... the obelisk painting and figures it out. Yeah, and like then he gets he's hanging out in the holodeck. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that that whole thing right there, that moment in their relationship. I feel like he. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He she, does a lot of she, shit. That's she, not but cool. the thing is, she she knew that he had to do. Like, I know, but... She, like, he gave her every opportunity to not do it. I, the thing that pisses me off about it is that early, his old buddy... What was his buddy's oh, name? Oh, yeah, Captain... What's his dick that the we're going to see again? The guy from the Maquis? The guy from the Maquis. Cal? Cal. Yes! yes. I just watched That's that episode right. also, but I'm I reading remember I'm, his name. Well, I'm reading the Cisco book, and uh, he's come up with a whole so Hudson, oh, good. So Cal, he lets go. Yeah, that's true. He, gets, yeah. he, let, he tells Cassidy, you're going to jail. He tells Cal... Well, and like, go, how, go get him, Tiger. Run, run, Cal. Don't come home. Well, plus, like any Starfleet captain, how many huge breaks has he given his crew? Worf joined <laughs> terrorists. <laughs> Worf murdered the the Klingon high commander. Well, that's that's part of their right of success. He took his badge off. That's fine. I'm just saying, like, he gives breaks to all these people, but not Cassidy. He's I like, like how Worf thinks. Like, he must... There's no more things. He, he missed... <laughs> <laughs> Eat any good books lately? Uh, <laughs> I like how Worf... In Worf's mind, taking off your badge just makes the it so you're everything. no longer a Starfleet member as long as it's not on. Because he, yeah. does, he does it when he goes to yep. murder Dura. You should yep. see what he does he in the does shower. He does it when he murders Oh, my God. <laughs> no, actually... He's such a prude about so many things that he actually wears it in the shower. <laughs> Nothing bad happens in the shower with him. Oh, I like, did have being a dictator. No, he just likes to here. wank while he has his badge at, at on Worf's, still. Worf's, like, fifth court-martial, like, they were finally like, listen, you know you're still a Starfleet officer even if you're not technically wearing the badge. Wait, really? It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good, like, Where, like we get, It's in the handbook. What did you do with the handbook? I ate it. <laughs> it was good. Good book. Nice, nice house. Nice house. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, everything with Cassidy when she was smuggling. Cassidy's a fucking catch, man. She is. He is very lucky she forgave him. Um, yeah, just for him, him yeah. to fucking knock her up. Yeah, yeah and now she's raising that child yeah, on her own. single mother. Thanks a lot, Ben, you douche. His admittedly Starfleet-approved Ferengi racism in the first season. Mm. Like, yeah, I oh, get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, where's your noggin? Yes, he has actively broken rules. But, like, some of it, though, was clearly just... Like, it took a while for Jake to make his father see the light. Doesn't but, like, he arrest... Doesn't he, like, use... The Rom fact that Nog has been arrested. Well, it was Rom, who, in, in Emissary, he uses... Doesn't he, like... Rom gets arrested. No, Nog, Nog gets does. arrested. I thought Rom got arrested. We no, Nog... We don't technically see Rom in the in. Oh, the okay. Then it must have been. Oh, that's then right. It was, then maybe it was Nog. Then yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, he uses that. Yeah, that's right. To extort. He, to extort Quark. To stay around. To stay, yes, stay that station. is true. Yeah. But yeah, yes. Was, but a Ferengi wrong. probably respects that kind of tactic. Yeah. You know? mm. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, we never. Yeah, he shows up later. He shows up much later. But not much later. And. Yes, like Jake, I have to agree with the obsession with Eddington, which leads to him, well, destroying an ecosystem. And letting letting Lamez references happen. Psst. Well, believe me, if he'd had his way, he'd have murdered Eddington much, much sooner, and they would have... Sad face. Let me preface my list with this quote from Cisco in Tears of the Prophets. He says in Tears of the Prophets to Jedzia's coffin, 
I've failed as the emissary, and for the first time in my life, I've failed in my duty as Starfleet officer. What? And I think loudly, um, about that, Cisco. Uh, I have ben. a I have a long list for you to read. Ben. Uh, let's start with you guys have listed a couple of these already, so I'm gonna jump down my list a little bit too. Killing Kurzodo in facets. He killed Kurzodo. Yes, he. What? Well, he forced Kurzon out of Odo, so there was no more Kurzodo. Well, but he wasn't supposed to stay there anyway. Yeah. It was always meant to be temporary. So you're, you're, you're this is like a tuvixing. Yes. You're, you're looking at it as a tuvix. I'm. We we've discussed this when we discussed tuvix. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. Mm. I don't know. Right. Well, I got spares too. If you don't like that, no, 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 I like I, no, no, no. I'm not saying I dislike it. I just don't know if I agree with it. But that doesn't mean I dislike yeah, it. Yeah, Please like don't it. put words in my mouth. Oh. That that actually reminds me. I don't know if you guys saw this, but very recently, someone sat down with the guy that played Tuvix, mm. and he said Tuvix had to die. Oh, well, that's why that guy's an actor and not a writer. So who fucking even asked him? <laughs> go on, Ames. All right, uh, my number two. Letting Kira go to the past to meet her mom in Wrongs Darker Than Death or Night. Oh, yeah, bad call. Cisco, mm, no. Bad. Yeah, good point. He's like, oh, yeah, do you want to use the Orb of Time? I have it over here. Cisco, stop I, it. I kind of forgot that wasn't just your usual whoopsie time shenanigans, but nope. like... Very explicitly acted out time. Well, it was because it was because Ducat called up to be right. like, "Yo, Kira, <laughs> banged your mom." Yeah, hey, Kira, do you know I fucked your mom? Hey, oh, God, simultaneously the worst and best. Who uh, Ducat? Just oh, as, yeah. as, like, as the a fact villain, that he just felt it necessary to call up because there was no other reason for him to call. No, that was literally it. Was it. Literally, he called to taunt Kira you know, about Kira, banging your mom. I'm bored. I wanted to let you know that I wasn't it like her mother's. The, um, either the anniversary of her mother's death or her mother's birthday. Oh or yeah, something. didn't he like send her flowers? Yeah, there was, was like these were your mom's favorites, and he also oh, included a, like a sex, a picture of him in sexy lingerie of some kind. Like your mom liked this too. <laughs> it's like some kind of weird Cardassian so g-string. Considering they're always in leather armor, I feel like the quote-unquote kinky version is just like a, a turtleneck and some nice slacks. So what Garrick wears all the time? Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's why all the other Cardassians hate him because they're like you filthy. Fucking deviant. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that, actually, that's also uh, O'Brien's lawyer. Now that I think of it, so he's also. Aw, Colbert. We like him. Well, I mean, he obviously has a fucking kink. He's like, I don't want to win. I want to lose. I want to be humiliated. Tell me what a bad lawyer I am. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get the stunt double to kick me in the ball sack a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody punch my ball bag while I lose this fucking case. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck, Poor I broke Chris. Chris. <laughs> oh, he might die. Oh, don't die. Jesus, oh, that's up. horrible. I have one more, one more at my tippy-tippy top. And this is one I give I give Cisco Guffrew this all the fucking time because mm-hmm. I can't fucking stand it and he should know better. And Admiral Ross gives him hell for it in Tears of the Prophets, and he tells him, Cisco, you can either be commander of Deep Space Nine or emissary to the Prophets. You can't be both, mm. and he's always trying to be both, even though they conflict. Cisco's like, just watch me. And I just always find that a bad fucking move on his part. If you're going to accept that you're the emissary of the Prophets, you can't do this anymore. Yeah, you're kind of right. What else you got, Ames? Oh, I see else, you have a big-ass list. Who else had honorable mentions before I Oh, right, list? right, yes. Uh, my, one of mine of was going to be banging mirror uh, Jadzia. Oh, God, oh, you're right. Oh, my God, I forgot all about Banging so all the women. Yeah, he really. So he did, many he women. Did he fuck Kira, too? He fucked Kira, and I'm pretty sure he, uh, Jennifer, too. Yeah, or no? I don't know. I don't know if we know. I don't know. I think he just loved her. But the one that, but yeah, like... 
Mirror Kira was under duress. Yeah, and like, oh, who, she would have like, fucking who, killed. Yeah, him. who wouldn't? Right? Like, come on, she was. She was. She, she was, was hot. She fucked fun. him. She was banging. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, the, the Dax thing just felt gross. It felt like it, it was, was under gross. false pretenses. Mm. Oh, it totally was. Yes. Yeah, and that was gross. And she gave him hell for him when she saw him again, and he deserved it. That dick. Yeah, that was gross. I forgot all about that, and I preferred it that way. Damn it, Benjamin. <clears throat> Did you have any honorable mentions, Chris? Um, no, I'm good. Do all we right. think he called her old man while he was plowing her? Ugh. <laughs> Definitely. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. All right, I'm going to rattle off my list because this is going to be fun. You're welcome, Ames. <laughs> um, a list of 30 honorable mentions. My wow. God. Allowing Bashir to go with his plan to lure Section 31 and get Sloane killed in extreme measures. <laughs> bad, Cisco. bad. Hazing Julian to make, by, and making him hang out with the ambassadors in the Forsaken because Curzon made him do it. I don't know. Somebody had to do it. Why bad, not? Cisco. Bad. Julian. Just, ne- Julian yeah, here's the thing. Julian needed taking down a few pegs. I was like, just do it because Julian deserves it, not because it's revenge. <laughs> exactly. God, oh, yeah, but that, that is why he did it. He just wasn't allowed to say that. He wasn't allowed to be like, yeah, you're kind of a twat, so I'm going to put you with uh, these guys. Uh, and besides, as you recall, it all turns out well because the ambassadors are all super impressed by Bashir and he makes some great connections. So actually, was it really that bad, Ames? Yes. It blew up in Ben's face, yes. I've watched the, I've, I've watched the show enough times that I remember it now. It's good. <laughs> Doing uh, well. Putting Kira in charge of the Dark Heel investigation in duet when she was oh, definitely biased. What a great episode. Yeah, but though. here's the thing Holy about shit. it. Like, yeah, maybe bad choice, but I don't think anybody else would have gone would have probably I don't think anybody else would have figured out the Oda. That's that's the one where the dude yeah, is Oda claiming to be Darheel but he's not and he just wants to be punished because yeah. he was like a clerk. Yeah. What yeah. a great fucking up. Ep- Wasn't I just talking about that? You were. I, that's a great episode. Yeah. But <laughs> But she should not have been the one in Yeah, no, no. Well, yeah, she you was, know what she else? was she way have... too close to it. No, again, it worked out, but that wasn't his plan. And no. here's the thing. This wasn't a Ben problem. It was just a problem. But imagine putting her in charge of finding out what the fucking Vedic Burial connection was to that random massacre. Oh, God. And, and it's fucking when <laughs> She's like, oh, yes, my child, you will be involved. Hand me your lover on a silver platter. It's like, that's fucked up. All right, we got demeaning Quark with the Nagus Scepter to make him join their their search party in the search. Mm. Didn't like that. Yeah, not great. Again, more of that weird Ferengi racism. Going to rescue Odo for literally no reason in the die is cast when there were hundreds of Jim Hardar ships ready to kill them. Uh, I, disagree. I disagree with that one. Any, anything that Odo needs to be saved is fine. Nope, he's one man and you're a whole ship. He's not uh, just he's one, one man, puddle. he's a changeling. <laughs> he's a ch- he's 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 so important. Well, especially once they figured out that the cloak didn't work anymore and they <laughs> st- and they're like, should we stop? And they're like, no, let's go. Oh, this one should have been higher up on my list. Deciding to just fly the defiant headlong into the wormhole and have the prophets do a Deus Ex Machina oh. in whatever whatever episode. Oh, that when was. they stopped the, yeah. the invasion fleet. Yeah, when they decided to send an invasion fleet into the Netherlands. <sighs> like you did not know that was going to happen, Cisco. You're a madman. He is crazy. Yeah, he figured. Yeah, it was that was a, a hail mary, right? Like yeah, as we go through this list, I'm starting to realize that's a lot of his plan. <laughs> Like that's that's literally that is a, that's um, 
That's a save me Jeebus moment. Yeah. Save me profits. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think, you know, we joke about, you know, Janeway's thing was blow up the ship. Cisco's was... Profits. Let's see what happens! Profits take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Cisco's was ramming speed. <laughs> That's more fun. I know, but it's still... Uh, this is a little stupid one, but it's fine. Uh, spending so much damn time building a Bajoran sail ship instead of doing his fucking job. Well, maybe it was his vacation. Yeah. He doesn't get a vacation. Oh, he must have some time. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Being, balance. being such a fucking baby about getting serious with Cassidy and indiscretion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no shit. He was ready to fucking marry Venna or whatever the fuck her name was, but you meet oh, a fucking yeah. chick that can stick around and all of a sudden you're like, Yeah, oh, but, but no. she was like, like... Like a dream girl, literally. Yeah. What's Cassidy? Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think Venna was like fan a fantasy woman because she, I don't know, she, she, I don't know, she was really, she was hot. She had that red. She was, she was, she was, she was DTF. Cass she had fucking Ca great titties but Cass too. But Cassidy is like a woman. Like she's. She's like she's, she's serious. She's independent. She doesn't yeah, like, shit. Yeah, exactly. she certainly like, does not. I'd be intimidated by Cassidy too. Rightly so. She yeah. is great. Uh, speaking of the women in, in Cisco's Queen. life, leaving Jake alone with Mirror Jennifer in Shattered Mirror. Yeah, yeah. dude, what the fuck? Well, that he was, was like, "You're my well, mommy now," and I was like, "Jake, stop it." <laughs> or even letting Jake meet Mirror yeah. Jennifer. Yeah, like that. Well, she look, did that on her own. Yeah, but. True. Yeah. Let giving her the opportunity to meet Jake, but not like leaving her in the brig. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, oh, I have the, I have Rapture on here too. Hooray! Getting Eddington, Eddington fucking killed in Blaze of Glory. <laughs> nice. That's a good thing. Releasing Kivon into Quark's custody in the Magnificent Ferengi. <laughs> Which one's Ki? Oh yeah. <laughs> was that was that all Cisco? Though I feel like he had to pull some strings to. No, Quark. Just asked, and Cisco said, "Okay." No, Jake, oh. there weren't any strings on Kevon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, no strings on me. Um. Sending both Worf and Jedzia on the mission in Change of Heart. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one I never liked. Continuing to call Ezri old man after mm. she told him not to, and I think after image. And then he goes and coerces her to stay on the station when it was clear she didn't really want to stay, but he tricks her into staying. Yeah, okay, but on the other hand, fuck Ezri tax. <laughs> Just kidding. You're right. It was a bit of metagaming. And last little one is wanting Cassidy to do all the emissary shit and canceling her job duties again mm -hmm. in Strange Bedfellows in, or Changing Changing Face of Evil. One of those two because they kind of blend together. I forget which one it was. The one where she was supposed to go and bless all the newborn babies or the expectant mothers or something. And she's like, this isn't my fucking job, Ben. I have a job. And he's like, well, I canceled your job. Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> Asshole. Damn it, Ben. Yeah, he really oversteps with her, like, a lot. A lot. Which, and that's obviously because he is intimidated by her. He has to fucking, you know, alpha male hump her a little bit to be like, I'm in charge here, you know? She's like, of course you It's are, pathetic. Ben. Pat's on the it's back. pathetic, yeah. Oh, Ben, you do so many fucked up things. Oh, Ben, you a bad man. That planet had it coming. Which one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We're actually on Enterprise. Oh no, we have more to do next week.
Next week, join us for Horizon and the Breach. What Deep Space Nine character are we talking about? Kira Norris. Woo! Friend of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, join us next week for that. Follow us on Facebook and SoundCloud and the Tumblr, sshbpodcast.com. See all the Cisco screen grabs. So many. So many hugging babies. Yeah. Oh, he loves babies. Check out, I don't know, our other things and our fanfics and old stuff that we cobbled together back in the day before (gasps) we were doing this regularly. We're actually recording on Threshold Day. That's right, we are. So I did a repost of our Threshold post because you know what? Get him, Robbie McNeil. You you did it. Yes. So yeah, uh, I guess that's everything. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. <sighs> Jake. Wow. We, we keeping you awake, buddy? Prophets, take the wheel. I gotta, you guys got to watch this for, for real quick here. Oh, I, thought you were, the... I thought you were about to be like, you guys got to get out of here. <laughs> That's what I for sure thought you were going right, to say. Go. Okay, okay. Oh, are we going to kick the balls? Kick them. Let's see how this goes. She tacks. She tack. Yep, oh, she punched. Oh, wow. That's a really a good, good punch. punch. Yeah. Definitely not not John Billingsley. Yeah. All go. right. Ball bag. Ball bag. Oh, yeah. Wow. Here comes again. Here comes again. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that was just a Holy shit. Right in the sack. She is the going next time he appears on screen, he's like, how's everybody feeling? Well, <laughs> I'm experiencing some mild discomfort. <laughs> <laughs>